0: U.S. leaders couldn't agree on debt ceiling yesterday, U.S. equities fell, U.S. yields and gold push higher, while talks will continue and remain certainly on the headlines of the next couple of weeks, while the U.S. inflation report that is due today will give investors something else to worry about today. So welcome, this is Swisscoats' daily market talk. So yes, no one was naive enough to expect an agreement on the US debt ceiling yesterday when US President Joe Biden met Kevin McCarthy, but some still hope that there could be at least an extension of the debt ceiling towards September this year until the end of the current fiscal year which would then allow both parties to engage in deeper talks about what to do with the 2024 budget for example and the debt ceiling altogether but no joe biden and McCarthy couldn't agree on much when they met yesterday but they apparently agreed that well there would be no extension whatsoever to the debt ceiling towards september so that was a bit demoralizing obviously for the markets and investors although as i said no one was naive enough to expect the debt ceiling issue to be so quickly resolved that easily yesterday so yes biden doesn't want to push the US into default. I mean that would be a disaster really but he can't agree on severe budget cuts either into his election year. His electors would be just too angry. So the US leaders will meet again this Friday and on the coming weeks and these discussions about the debt ceiling will certainly extend toward the very last minute and while the chances are that we see a last minute deal, a last minute goal to avert a possible US government default. In reality I don't even understand why there is such thing called U.S. debt ceiling if it is simply moved exponentially higher over decades. But anyway, uh, there should be an agreement at some point down the road. But until then what we will probably see is uncertainty will loom and risk appetite for investors will likely remain limited now yesterday in the markets while u.s treasuries remained under a decent decent selling pressure across the yield curve but especially on the short end of the U.S. yield curve as investors obviously dumped their U.S. short-term papers due to the rising U.S. default risk. As such the U.S. one-month bill now yields around 5.60 percent. The U.S. two-year yield advanced past the 4 percent psychological mark and the S&P 500 set 0.46 percent. The U.S. dollar popped higher yesterday certainly boosted by the rising U.S. yields across the curve but i would rather move to gold for example for hedging a potential u.s default risk as a potential u.s default would clearly clearly put some negative pressure on growth prospects and on federal reserve expectations and weigh on the u.s dollar as a result therefore gold for example could be a better choice than the u.s dollar itself for those looking for safety and also for those actually looking to hedge against their Rising geopolitical tensions with China, as Italian PM Milani told McCarthy yesterday that she now wants to exit the Chinese Belt and Road Initiative. So that's a big deal. Uh, the price of an ounce of gold trades around $20 30 this morning at the time I'm talking here and could find the force to test the $20 $80 offers to the upside and even clear them. Now, UBSC's gold price advanced to to 2200 US dollars by March 2024. Similarly, the long end of the US yield curve could be an interesting refuge for investors, as one it's not concerned with a short-term default risk in the US, even though the risk of a credit downgrade for the US papers could hurt sentiment across the board. Uh, And two, well, because again, a potential US government default would immediately, immediately send the Federal Reserve's rate-cut expectations well to the moon and that would apply a decent pressure, decent downside pressure on the long end of the US yield curve. The US 10 year papers are now yielding around three and a half percent level and in case of a problem, well, we could actually see them fall all the way down to 2.8 or 3% range. Now looking at Bitcoin doesn't seem to offer any uh, particular relief to the actual stress. The price of Bitcoin is down below the 28,000 dollar mark these days and could remain under pressure parallel to this sentiment that we might see in technology stocks. Now I said enough about the debt ceiling, I will leave it here to wait and talk about inflation a little bit if you will, because the US will reveal a much important update to its CPI data today and the data could actually Shake sentiment at today's trading session. Now, core inflation in the U.S. is expected to have slightly eased from 5.6 to 5.5 percent in April. Headline inflation is seen steady around the 5 percent level, while we might see an uptick in the monthly headline figure to 2.4 percent from 0.1 percent printed a month earlier. That would be obviously due to the spike that we saw in energy prices after OPEC decided to. Cut production last month. But in all cases, whatever we see in the US CPI report today, it is actually important to know that inflation expectations are falling because the NFIB survey showed yesterday that there is a severe, severe decline in the number of small companies that are now planning to raise their prices. So that should, at some point, play in favor of slowing price pressures across the board. For today though, a CPI report in line with the market expectations will keep focus on the US debt ceiling impasse. But a report that actually diverges from the market and analyst expectations could actually give an extra spin to the market pricing today. As such, a softer than expected CPI report should further Fill the Federal Reserve rate cut expectations into this fall and relieve a part of the positive pressure that we see on U.S. yields due to the debt ceiling impasse. Whereas a stronger than expected inflation rate today will hardly boost any hawkish bets at this stage for the Federal Reserve, because concerns regarding the U.S. regional banks and that unresolved debt ceiling issue in the U.S. both hint that the Federal Reserve can no longer just welcome down and continue hiking the interest rates. Therefore, a stronger inflation report from the US today would only hint at lower real returns on us denominated assets, and the latter would wait on the US dollar's valuation and perhaps help the euro dollar rebound past the 110 psychological mark yet again and keep cable upbeat near a long-term negative trend top into Tomorrow's BOE decision. Now, in energy, one question in comments that we saw this week was. How would oil react to the US inflation data? Is inflation good for oil prices, or is it bad for oil prices? Now, some argue that inflation is good for oil prices because oil did perform well in periods of inflation, which is actually true, but the relationship here could be the other way around. So I'm trying to explain why. If oil, Prices perform well uh, during periods of high inflation. It could also be because higher oil caused higher inflation because there was a good growth. So, the opposite, higher inflation is good for oil prices, may not be true. Now, there are two reasons here. One, if inflation is higher, rising because of strong growth and a robust demand in the economy, a period of high inflation could actually be supportive of oil prices because oil prices are rising in a way and that's causing high inflation. But today we are mostly talking about a looming recession in the US and in the world and tightening monetary policy conditions. And in this context, while higher inflation may not translate into a better appetite for oil if a scary inflation number for example happens to fuel the hawkish Federal Reserve expectations and dampen the growth odds. We will see what happens, but the barrel of US credit is trading around the $73 per barrel level this morning. I still believe that the $75.76 range, which shelters the 50 and 100 day moving averages, will act as a solid resistance to the actual price rebound. In the medium run, however, oil outlook remains neutral to slightly positive as tighter supply from OPEC and rising global demand, and that's especially due to the rebound that we see in travel demand these days should continue giving an extra support to the crude oil bulls. But whether we will see levels about the $80 per barrel level sustainably is yet to be seen so this is all for today i'm ipekos kardeshka and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your supportive messages i hope this episode of market talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you so please do not hesitate to leave your comments your reactions and your questions below as usual and follow us on instagram on twitter and on linkedin for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our youtube channel for daily market comments i will meet you again tomorrow and until then good day trading